got to have a friend in Jesus. Am I right? Yeah. You know, right. That's what I'm always saying. <laughs> when I watch Supernatural. When... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Saving People Queering Things, this supernatural podcast where Jesus might be on a flatbread. Today, we are pulling up to season five, episode two. Good God, y'all. I am your host, Elena, and joining me today, we have, who's here? I'm August. My pronouns are they, them, and you all know me. <laughs> and who else do we have? Because we got a warm <laughs> welcome to two friends that we love very dearly, one of whose voices you've already heard. We've got Beth and Hannah from Raising Perdition and Raising Winchesters. Say hello, friends. Hello. Hi. We're so glad to have you back. Yes. We're happy to be back. Yes, very. Oh. It's it's such it's such a good time when we get mm-hmm. to get to have friends, especially friends that we've had a chance to like hug IRL. It's always a good oh time. It's great. Yes, we love awesome. that. I think since I think that's since the last time you've been on a, a Queering mm-hmm. Things episode, we've met you in person. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. it's great. It's great. We'll we'll always have Nashville. <laughs> yeah, we'll always have Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> now that you have met our hosts, it is time to catch you up. Uh and if you haven't watched Supernatural recently. This is what you've missed on the road so far. First up, Beth is going to recap the show so far. So Beth, are are you ready yes. to, to recap that for us? Okay. All right, I'm going to count you in. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Mary burned on the ceiling and then John died to save Dean. Sam found out he was a special child with demon blood and then was in the demon blood Hunger Games. Um, and then he died and then Dean sold his soul to save Sam. And then they killed Yellow Eyes with the cult and then Bella stole the cult and gave it to the demons. And then Sam and Dean tried to save Dean from his deal, but failed. And Dean goes to hell and Castiel, Angel of the Lord, saves Dean from hell. But oh man, it was too late. And he, Dean actually broke the first seal of the apocalypse of 66. Um, and if all of them break, then Lucifer rises. And then the demons are really good at breaking the seals. But it turns out that's because the angels wanted him them to do it because they want the apocalypse to happen. And I'm still going. <laughs> I <Cast> mean, fell. <laughs> Cast. And Cass <laughs> fell over. Cass <laughs> tripped over something. Yep. Cass fell for Dean. And that thing was deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Incredible. That was that was that was a top tier recap. We thank you for your service. Thorough. And efficient. And now our dear and lovely Hannah is going to recap this week's episode. Good God, y'all. We got the Southerners on for the y'all episode. (laughs) I was racing. I'm nervous. I I was thinking about that because this is also an episode where we have a lot of friends that return in the episode. So it seems very funny that we have have y'all on. That just just gave me emotions. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. God, y'all. Anyway. God, y'all. All right. Hannah, are you ready to recap for us? Yeah, for that sure. That was the cutest little wiggle I've ever seen a person oh. do in my life. Thank Look you so you much. That's, that was my main wiggle. That's my go-to wiggle. Thank it's you. A good, it's a good wiggle. I feel bad for listeners. minor wiggles as well? Yeah, yeah. It just depends how I'm feeling. I'm really nervous right now. <laughs> that was a big wiggle. should be. You're yeah. doing beautifully. This is, the, this is the hardest part of the episode. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's all downhill from here, quite frankly. Yeah, we're gonna have a great time. But are you ready? I count you in. Yeah, three, two, one. Take it away. So Bobby's in a wheelchair still, and he's mad about it. And then Cash shows up, and he's like, "Dean, I need your amulet to find God." And Dean's like, "No." And then he's like, "Dean." And Dean's like, "Okay." Rufus finds a job and he calls Ellen, Joe, and Bobby to help, but Sam and Dean show up instead of Bobby, obviously, and he's like, everybody, here's a demon. Um, And Dean doesn't trust Sam around demons because blood. And then there's lots of fighting between a bunch of humans who think each other are demons, but their tricks aren't working for some reason. And then they find out it's war, the horsemen, and then they cut off his ring. And then Sam's like, I gotta go because I can't do this. (laughs) 
Top tier. I have no notes. You got through the whole episode, which like I was getting worried at the end there. I was like, you're going to get there. You're going to get, you got there. That was dazzling and you missed nothing. Thank you. I'm I'm (laughs) so proud. The problem is now I'll never want to do it again because I did one good. (laughs) I can't do it again. Oh my dear. (laughs) Well, now that everyone is all caught up on where we're at in the series, it is time for us to pick some music to accompany us on our journey. Here is what we have on our episode mixtape this week. August, do you want to take it away? I know you said you had an interesting pick for this week. Oh, I'm not sure if interesting is the right word. Just a silly little pick. Um, we love a all. silly little pick around here. I'm going to go with This Is War <laughs> by 30 Seconds to Mars. Yes! It just feels <laughs> appropriate. And do I need to explain more of why? No. I don't think it's I need to brilliant selection. This is War by 30 Seconds to Mars. Excellent. I was really Amazing. worried someone else was going to take that one. No, so good. Um, I went less for emotional resonance and more for like just real but that obvious. that song does have such emotional resonance. <laughs> That's a really good song. I like it. Beth, Hannah, what are your what are your selections for this week? Okay, so I chose Falling by Harry Styles, kind Ooh, of focusing yes. on uh, Sam and his like inside his head, like dealing with uh, messing up and not believing in himself and then having Dean not believe in him and <sighs> stuff like that. So Brutal. it's just sad. sad. Just a sad little song for a sad little episode. Yeah. <laughs> So fun. Falling <laughs> is such a sad song in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Hannah helped me pick that song, and I cannot take her mm-hmm. for it. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good thing. Well, I like Hannah how you were like, you know, such a, you're making comments about this. such a good choice, Beth. Incredible. <laughs> Remarkable. I would have never Sensational. thought of that. Yeah. Show stopping. <laughs> <And> truly. Absolutely. <laughs> it is a good song, though. Good choice. I sent her several choices. She picked that one. It was a good choice. <laughs> Agreed. I think I'm going to pick Say Honesty by Sarah Bareilles because it's all about honesty. Sam being honest about himself and the demon blood. (laughs) And it's also kind of a sad one, but it's a a good one. I I love that. That like threw me way back to yeah my Sarah Bareilles like this might be days. the first episode yes. on record where I know every song that's been suggested and I kind of love Ooh. that for me so my suggestion this week is All Time Low uh by John Bellion surely because of where the boys end up at the end <laughs> um like it's it's crushing you know you've got you've got lyrics in this song like you know I've been trying to fix my pride but that shit's broken <laughs> lie try to hide it's it's just very very related to I think how the boys relationship feels like it's falling apart towards the end of this one so that is my contribution appropriate appropriate now that we have that mixtape playing it is time for this week's hunt and today as already stated we are exploring good god y'all which is the second episode of season five and this week's card since season five uh, for those of you just joining us we're instead of doing our typical just like picking a theme we are looking at the series uh through the supernatural tarot deck and this week's card is the two of bones and august has that card for us and august is going to share the description and tell us a little bit more about this card and we're basically going to use that as our sort of lens through which to discuss the episode yeah so I Take think this card is very interesting for this episode. Reading the description, the two of bones encourages you to look to the future. Careful planning is more important than making a quick choice right now. Do your research and focus on coming up with a well thought out strategy to set yourself up for success. Sometimes two of bones can indicate travel on the horizon. Yeah. So yeah, this card is really interesting when you think about this episode and 
you know, kind of the looming threat of the apocalypse. I don't know if there are any things that stood out to any of you when I when I was reading that about like thematically where we're going. Well, I always love with what I'm really excited for, like with this season and the visiting kind of like the episodes through the lens of these cards is just like as a person who loves tarot, like looking at it, not just through like the supernatural deck, but like tarot as a whole and kind of like the two of bones is supposed to be like this deck's equivalent to the two of wands, which is like a card about like progress and decisions and discovery. And the fact that it's like two individual things, and this is an episode where you've got the two brothers kind of at odds with each other uh, as they move, as they try to figure out how to move forward on their own. Like that just to me, like really jumped out when we were trying to decide like is this a good card for this episode I was like yeah because it just they're kind of standing apart and progressing in these two different directions and I think that's like really cool I like um thanks for adding that providing that additional kind of context for this card I like the fact that we're thinking about how both Sam and Dean have like opposite sort of separate decisions to make about their futures. And this is one of the first times in the show that they're really like looking at choosing very different things. Yeah. Distinctly. Like in season four, you had them kind of going on different paths, but still unwillingly. Yeah. Whereas this time it's Mm -hmm. like they're on the same page about going on different pages. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That interesting. That'll be interesting to track that through this um, episode a little bit. And so with that being said, now it's time for just our main discussion of the episode. I really feel like this is one of those ones where the episode title says it all. Because like, good God, y'all, this one hurts. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like it when they're sad at each other. It makes me upset. <laughs> and that's all this season is. And I don't that's, like it. They have been uh, in active conflict since like... Yes. 421 specifically mm-hmm. like i mean a lot of season four but since 421 yeah. specifically which hannah and i recently rewatched 421 because of beth from driver picks so like we're we got it fresh yeah. on our brain <laughs> oh good so you're caught up on the emotional mm-hmm. uh yes. conflict that they're currently having mm-hmm. i yeah. forgot like i always remember that 421 is really bad and like really tense with their relationship but i always forget that like it doesn't really let up in these first three right. episodes of season five like i always think i feel like they're on the same page at the beginning of season five but they're really like not they still have to deal with their shit yeah they're dealing with like the fallout of the fact that everything went to shit at the end of season four and this like broken trust well because you get kind of like a false start to season five in which you know sam is like okay you know like let's hear it like how mad are you and and dean's just like i'm fine it's fine we're fine everything's fine and it's not until the last like yeah you know it's not until the last two minutes of that episode that he's like hey i am terrible and i am just going through the motions because I am Dean just function Winchester and that's how I do things and it's it's a shame and so this episode you kind of really see Dean sort of leaning into what he says at the end of the previous episode where he's like you know I just can't trust you anymore you see the manifestation of that deteriorated trust playing yeah. out throughout this episode mm-hmm. and it doesn't help that you literally have war in people's brains like putting putting everybody at odds with each other yeah I find it interesting that they didn't go with like storytelling wise they didn't go with like actually hitting Sam and Dean against each other in quite the Mm -hmm. same like intensity that they probably could have 
like they let that be sort of the simmering thing under the surface instead of actually having them go after each other. Well, I think it's fitting though, because Dean still ends up being Dean and being super worried about Sam yeah. throughout the episode. Because it's like, as pissed as he is at him, as much as he doesn't trust him, when Ellen walks in and is like, he's like, where's Sam? You can tell he's fucking upset. And he's like, where is my brother? Like as mad as he is the minute that he's not there, it's kind of like how you have that sibling dynamic of like, nobody can pick on my sibling but me. Mm-hmm. Right. No one's allowed to not trust my sibling but me. Uh, <laughs> like it's it's yeah. just weird. <laughs> it's- <laughs> uh, yeah. And kind of at the end of the, like this is jumping way ahead, but at the end of the episode, he even says that. He says like, I spend more of my time being worried about you than I do like doing the thing that I need to do to try and like, you know, stop the apocalypse, which is mm-hmm. obviously kind of an issue. Right. I mean, he has that moment where he almost leaves all the people to go get Sam. And then he has to like make that decision to stay. And it you can just see that he like really struggles with it. And he's like, oh, the right thing to do is to stay right now. Ooh, that's such an interesting when you think about like the theme we were, the theme, that theme from the card of like mm-hmm. making decisions and like being conflicted about them and like not knowing what's the right path. Yeah, right. figuring out which way you're going to progress. Almost like that is the turning point that allows him to then when Sam's like, I gotta, I'm going to go. Dean's like, you know mm-hmm. what? I think that's actually the right call. Yeah. Horrible. I felt less, it's funny. I think in previous watches of this episode, I felt more conflicted about the choices that they make to separate. Like, I think that I, that used to be like a really, I used to really hate that decision and be like, Dean, how dare, like, how, how dare you be okay with Sam like going? But like, it's really kind of healthy. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I actually am way less upset about Dean's suspicion of Sam now that we've done this season four, like, through a really analytical lens. I'm way more, <laughs> yeah. I'm always really hard on Dean for some of his like decisions because, you know, that's a, being Dean coded means you're really hard on Dean, I think, a lot of the time. And so, but this stuff is like, like, I, not all of his choices are good, but I think like his suspicion and that has been the way he's ha- handled that in the last like couple of episodes i've been like you know that's kind of fair yeah both you and hannah had like really visible reactions when i started talking yeah and i, I hear what you were thinking about to hear your uh, takes well, the, first time, the first time i watched this beth was like with me not with me in person but like watch i was watching it and talking to her about it the whole time the whole time i was like yeah dean totally and i still like 100 <laughs> saved by that like we're like, such a super... apologist <laughs> Yeah, yeah. we'll say I first watched this episode for the first time like 10 years ago. So I was a lot younger and I think I was not as healthy. I was not as maybe um, didn't maybe understand some of the like dynamics at play of like how trust and all that sort of thing plays out. Right. Yeah, I think when I watch it now, like trying because I I try to like look at both ends more now, like since starting our podcast, I try to like, okay, let's see what both characters mean and give Mm -hmm. them both the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, Sam says in the end, he's like, you know, I was expecting more of a fight. And like, I think that he wanted to go, but he didn't want Dean to want him to he go. Wanted and, to fight so... and that's that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that's so, the like... part that hurts. <laughs> Dean not yeah. fighting him on it is way yeah. more painful. Yeah. Yes. And I can see how that would like hurt Sam's feelings. Um, but I do think that they needed the space. Mm-hmm. And I think it was better for them both overall, personally. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree. The part that I think makes it the most gut-wrenching, uh, like out of everything about it that sucks, is the fact that 
one, Dean refers to him as Sammy when he says, you two, like, take yeah. care of yourself. He uses Sammy, brother, which we know is thing. something he uses only in an affectionate way in moments when he's really feeling connected to Sam. And two, he offers him the Impala. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Screaming, so screaming, crying, throwing up. It's so sad. He's, I feel like it's really like he's trying to let Sam know because he can't use his words. Dean he Winchester can't. does not he know can't. how to use his words. Um, and he doesn't understand he how doesn't. to get what he's feeling to translate to Sam. He can't use feeling words. There's right. no and he, no. statements coming out of Dean Winchester's no, mouth. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> and he knows that Sam is upset and he knows that he's upset Sam. And so he's like, I don't know how to explain to you other than I will give you baby. And Sam, I think, <laughs> knows that. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he's like, he's like, I need you to go and work on yourself, but like I will try to make it better. Do you want the car? Right. I will give you my literal home. Like, I will right. give you. I, I will give you my home. Yeah. Well, oh. That's the thing is like is like Dean and Sam are each other's home. So yes. for Dean to be oh. like, I will give you the physical representation of our home is that's love. Yeah. That's love. That's like I'm love fine. so much. Fine. We're all and fine here. Made myself more sad. Him telling him to leave doesn't mean he doesn't love him. And he's like, I no. don't know how to tell you this without telling you. I'll just take the car. Please just take the car. And then yeah. Sam says no. And he's like, okay. He's like, maybe that didn't work out as well as I wanted it to. <laughs> but it's, oh. We yeah. all know that that idiot had a sigh of relief inside, even if he didn't let it show on right. his face. He's like, oh, oh yeah. thank God. Oh, oh God. he's not going to take it. Imagine <laughs> Dean Winchester at the beginning Dean of season Winchester five driving around with his, his brother car. and his car, a lost soul. Well, right. we're gonna, there's going to be, mm, not to be spoilery, but like there will be times where that will happen and it's and yeah. not good. It's not we good. We don't right. talk about good mental state. the Bruno that is those moments, okay? Exactly. We just don't. <laughs> we will one day. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> you might, maybe. <laughs> I we'll have you on those episodes. You <laughs> have to talk about meet. them. Oh, no. Access denied. (laughs) I want to, like, draw another connection within the episode of, I think, the amulet. That scene is actually really tied to it as well, because I think that's another moment for Dean when he's willing to give the amulet to Cass. Another moment of him being like, some, in this moment, I'm willing to create this separation between me and my brother can can we talk mm. for just Ooh. a moment about jensen my name is dean winchester ackles and his acting in that moment mm-hmm. when he says no I... the way he's like no like he just <laughs> that entire scene drives me insane uh-huh. Uh, yeah the destiel of it all mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. yeah let's get let's get into it let's get into the destiel yeah, of it yeah. all let's let's dig in let's dive um, it's it's the way that he's like you know i need you to like let me use that and he's like no and then Cass turns it into a command Cass goes dean give it to me and dean does it and he's just like okay he says, all right i guess all right i guess i suppose like, honey like dean tell me your bottom without telling me your bottom just love someone to tell him what to do yeah <laughs> well, loves cast to tell him what to do he exactly. doesn't like yeah. most people tell him what yeah. to do but when it's that's cast, true true that's true it's the he angle loves, he's been yeah. hard eyes about for an entire season mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i used to do this thing called destiel tuesdays on my tiktok page that i haven't done in a while because i was tired of doing them um but i Love did for you. break down this scene specifically and it was just one the way that Cass is pretty much only talking to dean oh yeah sam, <laughs> yeah, and sam are room. just in the background especially when they're like standing in the doorway yes. it's like just sam and like not sam 
Cass and Dean like staring at each other and Sam's just in the background like like should I leave Hello? right yeah, like Hello? do you guys need a second there's approximately four centimeters between them well yeah it's yes. a big ass it's a big ass hospital room and yeah everyone's like Sam Dean and Bobby are all spread out and Cass is right next to Dean so <laughs> close to Dean and like so close to when he's like like Bobby like interrupts and he's like well I know you didn't come here to just like yell at us what do you want and like Cass has to, like drag his eyes off of Dean. He's like, I guess I'll acknowledge the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the way that Bobby's like, I don't have anything like that. And Cass just is like, Yeah, I, I know, know you don't. Who said I was talking to you, bitch? Like, basically, like, I, I that's what he's where like, it is. When he came in, he does My say, I need to talk to you. It. And he yeah. looks at Dean. Yeah. And he's like, I need to talk to you specifically, Dean. Yeah. And we get the hot girl Castiel walk in the hospital hot hallway. Yes. I think that's oh. important to flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fluttering trench coat. Yes. The like Stretting. Not the, the like... hot girl Castiel walk. It's <laughs> <laughs> very important. Castiel is a hot girl. The hot girl Castiel walk. So so us discussing like season season five and six into the summer, it's gonna be like Castiel's hot girl summer. Look at his yes, Absolutely. exactly. Well Castiel Cass never got one. You, know, really. you just gotta point it out. He this also episode has this has the iconic line the like yes. i'm right in your face i hunted i'm hunted i rebelled i did it all- i did all of it for you all of it for you for you baby for you i did like, it all oh, of it okay for you. not to save the world i thought this was about saving the world and stopping no. saying, oh, oh you didn't do it for that you know <laughs> it because for you. cass's world is dean you did it because your boyfriend asked you nicely that millennia's old <sighs> angel has mm-hmm. spent like less than a year with Dean Winchester and is I like, yeah, what. I'll throw it all, I'll throw it all He's away. one man's soul. Yep. And he's just done. <laughs> he's like, he's oh, done. okay. So that's what it's all about. Okay. That's what it's all about. Uh-huh. The more I rewatch this show, like every time I go to do a rewatch of this show, I go into it telling myself, I can't possibly I have to be objective. more of a Dean and Cass shipper than I already mm. was. And yet it's like, it's like the movie, The Prestige. Every time I watch it, I get something new Excellent. out of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, it's, 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 this is cinema. Like, they yes. just. An excellent film. Yes. Excellent compared film. Yes, I did. to The Prestige. Yes, I did. I said what I said. I think things. it's one of the, I think it's one of the greatest films of all time. And yes, I compared it to Destiel. Oh, it's, I said it's what such I a said. good movie. <laughs> <laughs> wildly different than Destiel though but it's such a good movie but it's a movie where every time I watch it I notice something different yeah. and that's my for me like as a person who's like a dork and who has a film degree I love a piece of media that I get something new out of every time I watch it and Supernatural as terrible as some of the episodes are it is one of those pieces of media specifically Destiel episodes like episodes that are yeah. heavy on the Dean cast there are always every time there's another face twitch that Misha does or another jacking Joyce that makes me go the two of you are in love with each other like characters wise yeah. like I, it just it's incredible I think I said this like in season four at some point but like we I came into season four being like I am going to be an objective person about this like I have spent I'm, I'm such I'm such a shipper and I have been for so long but I was like okay it's been a while since I've seen like their early relationship it's been a while since I've watched it chronologically and we're analyzing it for the podcast I'm going to come in obviously I have a bias like obviously I know how I feel about this these characters and their relationship but I also want to be able to like genuinely back that up with what's happening in the show I don't want to in our analysis I want to like actually use what we've got on the screen and I genuinely 
thought that it would take longer. I thought that it, it slow burned more than it did. No. Yeah. Season it was four way has more so much gay shit. And I, like, I, I think I knew that, but I was trying really hard to not have those glasses on so I could actually right. try and see it a little more objectively. I'm with you there. Before I was, like, I wanted the show to convince me this time. I was like, we're, we're watching from season four. I want it to convince me from that point. When is the moment where I'm going to be like, oh, there is something between these two. And it was extremely early and I like if there's been so much in these episodes that is like impossible to ignore and I am very delighted by this yeah yeah it's a it's a bit of a curse because you're like oh yes but also oh no yeah yeah (laughs) when we were talking about the like I did it all of it for you I did like note something this time for the first time that's like oh no like something that Dean could internalize because Cass says that he owned Mm-hmm. He did all of it and then he lost everything for nothing. So it like almost oh. implies that he fell for Dean for no reason. Like it wasn't worth it. And Damn. so if Dean is internalizing that. I feel like <laughs> I feel like later on, as you like get through this season and seasons later, like it could like start to like connect dots as to why Dean does some of the things that he does. Like he just thinks yeah. that he's not worth it. Right. So. He thinks that he thinks that even Cass, even this early, Cass mm-hmm. is like, I gave everything up for you and it wasn't worth it therefore right. you are not like Dean very much can go yeah. therefore like, I'm not worth it and I don't think that's what Cass meant but I feel no. like that's what Dean is gonna take from it oh we yes know Dean, for if, sure if Dean can take a take something mm-hmm. the absolute worst possible way for his mm-hmm. self-esteem yeah he's like I'm gonna yeah. be doing that that's the <laughs> one know. I'm choosing <laughs> 10,000 years dungeon for that thought is all I'm going to say. <laughs> I didn't like having it, okay? <laughs> You're sharing oh. the love or the pain with all of yeah. us. And of course, like, Cass was mad because Dean is like, you know, the whole reason why they're there. Because Cass is like, killing Lucifer? That's stupid. I'm going to find God. Like, And, <laughs> and Dean's like, finding God, that's stupid. That's stupid. Right. Yeah. And he's like, they're such an old married couple. They are truly. Before he turns around, like, Dean is just like, this is dumb. Basically, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, And you see Misha Collins, like, he's like clenching his jaw and he like turns around and he's like, listen, I don't want to hear it. You and your brother set Lucifer free. So now we have to try to fix it. He's like, so, you know, he's like, you don't get to make, you don't get to suggest (laughs) solutions right now. You're the problem. I'm going to come up with a solution. We're following my plan this time. Right. We followed yours and it went badly. (laughs) I also think it's funny that when Cass says you and your brother and it cuts to Sam and he's just the sad clown in the room. (laughs) He's just like, he's like, yeah, that was me. Now I'm involved. Now I'm (laughs) involved. He's like, I would have rather stayed out of the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, that's like Sam at the beginning of this season. And like, I feel like there's been so many conversations about what Sam has done that Sam Mm -hmm. has not been invited to be a part of yeah Sam he's just there to, to witness yeah, yeah he's just there to sit yeah. there and be sad and have yeah, people like, say Damn. you know that boy who started the apocalypse mm. it's like, yeah that's like me that. hi well, i'm the problem <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. To pivot us a little bit to uh, to like Ellen and Joe and kind of that whole thing that's going on, but also related to what we're talking about, I really appreciated Sam's reaction to Dean with the whole like, you really think after everything that's happened that I would slip up that easily and Dean's like, well, I don't know, would you? And Sam just shoves him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one moment of the episode where I was like, you know what? You're damn right, Sam. You no, know? I also like empathize with how Dean feels. I'm like- I do, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's this weird moment where you're like 
it's fair from both angles because mm-hmm. it's like Dean is totally right because he gave Sam so many chances in season four and Sam fucked it all up. But at the same time, like I think that through these first two episodes, Sam is showing serious contrition about what he's done. And and he's not showing any any desire or any pull to go back to any of that. And it hurts him that Dean, because I think Dean knows how hard it was for him to lose hope in Sam. But I think from Sam's perspective, it's like you would give up on me so easily. Like he doesn't realize, I think, what Dean's gone through internally. And so from where he's standing, it's like, like don't give up on me. Like not you of all people. Yeah, because Sam's like, you don't think I would do that on a strategic level. Like you don't think that I would be stupid enough to like fall off the wagon. But what it's really worried about is that like Dean thinks of him as a monster. Yeah. Whereas Dean is just going, I don't like, I don't think of you as a monster. I just think you're going to fall. I just think you might fall off the wagon. I just think you're going to fuck it up. (laughs) Cause like, I mean, Sam's like demon blood addiction is heavily paralleled to addiction. So like Mm -hmm. people truly like they fall back into it, not like willingly. They don't just choose. They don't just wake up and say, I'm going to do this choice again. Like, yeah, there's so many actively sits there and is like, Hey, I'd love to be re-addicted to heroin today. Like that's not a thought. crosses anybody's mind (laughs) yeah and And i think it's fair to like want to keep sam away from those things though until he's like more settled in like his recovery because like if someone was just like just coming off an alcohol addiction you wouldn't be like let's go to the bar you just can't try it like you you would be like well let's keep you away from it completely especially as like a brother like i feel like i'm a sister so i would be like wanting to protect my sister at all costs and so Mm -hmm. i'd be like i don't even want you around it i like Right. I want you to not have any kind of like I don't even want the temptation to temptation. be in your presence. It, exactly. Well and Dean even, Yeah, exactly. Like, so like I do see it. Yeah. And well, and Dean, at the end of the episode, again, when he says he's worried about Sam all the time, it's because their job like inevitably means they're constantly in the, they're constantly in proximity to like the addictive substance for Sam. Like that's horrible. That's horrible for Sam. That's horrible for Dean. That's just like being constantly on edge about that. Like it's really understandable as to why Dean feels kind of trapped. Like until Sam says, I'm going to go. And like get out of and I think that's why Dean's like you should you should get out of hunting yeah. like he's like this will be great now I don't have to worry about it and hopefully you can stay away from it like yeah he's yeah. like hopefully this actually solves the big problem which is that you are constantly around the thing that you had an addiction with yeah and that like actively led to like the world potentially getting destroyed <laughs> You know, like just the, the apocalypse stakes are really high. Like the <laughs> right. stakes, the stakes are, are huge for both personally for Sam as a person, but also mm-hmm. just for like the world. And Dean mm-hmm. is like struggling to balance yeah. like which one of those yeah. is more important to him because it's Sam, <laughs> right? Who's right. his entire like? We just recorded for uh, Dream a Little Dream of Me oh, in season damn. three, where Dean gives his whole like big monologue of like, oh no, every everything that he had to do, like all the crap that John put on him for like protecting Sam, mm-hmm. and that was he shouldn't have to deal with that but the fact is is that he does like he feels such a need to constantly put sam first above anything so now it's like the choice between sam and the world right and you know and all of this like complexity and in the trust that's been broken even like the funny line of like when he takes the amulet off and he's like now i feel naked i'm like it's it's a funny goofy line but it's also i think him going like i feel like this key part of my identity is like yeah i'm giving that up willingly 
And it's the it's one of the biggest symbols in the show about their relationship. And for him mm-hmm. to take that off and not to not to get back to Destiel, but for him to take it off and hand it to Cass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to just say that he says, now I feel naked. And then Cass says, I'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Cass is like, good. He's like, great. Also, <laughs> on those same notes, uh, Cass, Dean calls Cass's work with like the sigils on his ribs, his glamour shots. Yeah. Um, which I also thought was very cute and funny. <sighs> yeah. Property of Cass on yeah. Dean's ribs. I like the Dean is the one that was like, I'm gonna go get my ribs. I'm gonna go look at a look at what Cass did on my ribs. That's right. I just need to to me right now. I just need to know. Yeah. Just need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um the amulet, I I think it's um kind of symbolic because like that is a symbol of Sam's love for Dean Mm because he gave it. We also just recently recorded the Christmas episode. So Mm -hmm. he gives it to him because Dean, you know, takes care of him and everything. And that is what can help them find God theoretically. Mm-hmm. And like, just like comparing those two things, like finding God with Sam's love for Dean and like that, like oh. purity that comes with like a love for mm. God and like Ooh. for your brother. And like, yeah, it's a Thanks sad symbol, but I feel like they go together. <laughs> Which is also like kind of like super painful when you think about like what Dean says about God in this episode. Cause he says, you know, if there is a yeah. God, he's dead and that's the generous theory or mm-hmm. he's out there and doesn't give a rat ass like dean kind of doubling down on this whole like if there's a god fuck that like yeah through him he clearly doesn't care he's off somewhere drinking margaritas a little coconut like which to be fair probably is uh, yeah dean's not wrong yeah which is the, the infuriating <laughs> part yeah. no wait, wait it's like when you know you know when, when you, know, you know you know when you talk about like dean like i like that you brought that up hannah but like it's being about dean like dean having a lack of faith in sam is kind of yeah that's and oof. I think Dean like always like he knows Sam loves him but he definitely doesn't think Sam loves him as much as he loves Sam uh, and so like he he doesn't you? have as much faith in Sam's love for him as he does in his own love for Sam yeah. because he knows it well but, and yeah. his love for Sam is like a parent's love for their child right but, very you know, different like you, he knows like I think there's something that in him that goes like well obviously the way I love Sam as his parent is different than the way Sam loves me as my child like yeah. right that's Not that parentification a... real really just impacting like the way they feel about the other person's love for them not to provide a segue that'll send me directly to jail without two hundred dollars but the fact that it's the finale bridge and we're talking about this like okay good i'm glad you're gonna bring that up (sighs) the finale bridge and it's broken it's busted i have feelings feelings and thoughts yeah it's a a dead end yeah the finale bridge bridge is a dead end and they're just gonna have to hike their way through perhaps (laughs) by writing a show called the winchester i love that i don't know canonically hates hiking just like me he's just like me he's so much like dean coded (laughs) look i like a like a a walk in the forest i have determined i don't like hiking listen yeah it's very no kind of me hi i'm the protagonist i'm dean yeah like it's just oh Um, also like the callback of from season one about hiking Uh, it just Mm -hmm. get that mental image of dean with the m&m's I do love that you have in here the note about the music because I feel like that's one of those really great supernatural music moments of like them walking into town with Spirit in the Sky playing. Uh, Gotta have a friend in Jesus. Am I right? Yeah. Right. That's what I'm always saying. (laughs) 
Yeah. The one uh-huh. I watched Supernatural. Yes. <laughs> when? I'm like, yep, you got it. Gotta, you gotta. That really just simple. <laughs> also, they do the like, got it. Like the way that they play out the song is they go, it goes the line, gotta have a friend in Jesus. So you know when that when you die. And that's like when the music cuts. And I thought that was just, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that is interesting because the next line would be, you're going up to the spirit in the sky. They cut yeah. it off before that line. And before it's just the hopeful like, line. Where are you going? Right, exactly. Ooh, yeah, which way? Which way is it going <laughs> to yeah. go? I also yeah. just enjoy that they have like the scene with the music and then it's the car radio. Yeah. I just enjoy that as like an aesthetic. I yeah, yeah, I enjoy it when they do that as well. Yeah. And this episode has also those like callbacks to like Croatoan kind of feeling, mm-hmm. oh, which yeah, is kind of cool. Sure. I, I, yeah. I like when they have episodes. I personally really like the episodes where they like go into a town and nothing, something's wrong, something's off. They do a few yeah. of them throughout the show. And I personally always really like them. I think they're interesting, especially when they get like trapped, like like trapped in a town and we have to figure out what's going on before we can get yeah. out. It's a good, yeah, I like it as a. Like an escape room. <laughs> It's like a it's like a slightly larger bottle episode. Yeah. Yeah, actually kind of. I think maybe that's why I like it. I actually tend to like bottle episodes. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me about you for some reason. No. Yeah, that no, because they're (laughs) They're good. They're good. Okay, so I'm gonna quote community because Abed in the bottle episode of community says, What is the quote? They're all twelve communication and emotional nuance. You may as well put a paper bag Mm -hmm. over my head. Um and I'm like, that's why I love them. So I love the bottle episode character shit. And I mean, speaking of like emotional hits of the episode like tag yourselves i'm ellen yelling at them for not calling for several years <laughs> i am not ellen slapping dean though I, uh, slapping is, is i just why is it always dean it's always <laughs> dean <laughs> yeah she doesn't even like she does not even seem mad at sam she's like no, basically it's always all of Dean's her visceral fault. Dean, i just don't like, understand why fair. we have to like always blame dean like he's the responsible one like, like they're he's both the only grown. adult yeah they're both grown again yeah. as much as dean is Sam's parent. He's not actually Sam's parent. Right. Um, I need other people to yeah. not act like Dean is Sam. Also, like <laughs> supernatural characters show their love without being physically violent. Challenge. <laughs> like, I would love to see it. Yeah. I would really love to see it. Like she starts out. She starts out with her using her words, and then yes, it gets and a hug, and then yeah, you can't pick up the phone. You allergic to giving me peace of mind? I think Noah's gonna feel really vindicated in this moment right. because he keeps saying like. Why are they not calling Ellen? Why are they not calling Joe? Because they're dumbasses. They're idiots. And Ellen knows it. So it doesn't yeah. mean she's been calling them and they've just like not been answering. You know? I don't sure. know. Really not, but yeah. Because if I she's don't not know. been calling them, she can't really be that pissed that they aren't like, calling her. The road yeah, goes both ways, Ellen. So maybe yeah, she's Ellen. calling them. Well, you can't pick up the phone. Maybe that means that she's been calling them and they've just been like not answering. That's that true. That, <laughs> does, that makes me mad at them a little. Just, they already got a new phone, and so she's been calling a number that doesn't have anything. <laughs> yeah, or they don't use it anymore. I do love that she calls him Dean Kid. Like, I think that mm-hmm. Dean doesn't often get to be like a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. get to be treated like a person who is not like in charge and a leader and expected to be responsible all the time. And I like that she parents him a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. kind of as like a callback to like season four when you have uh, it's a terrible life and they're in that AU and he's like, you know, my parents are, you know, Bobby Singer and Ellen, like because they're the people that treat him like he is a child. They're probably the only people in his life that treat him like a child mm-hmm. and like he yeah. needs to be looked after. 
like he's not used to that kind of care from anyone else in his life. Right. I want to bring up the aesthetic of the way they do the horsemen because I think it's one of my favorite things like doing. I think Supernatural does a really interesting job of pulling like lore, like biblical lore and things like that. And then doing, giving it a modern sort of twist. So like the fact that Dean is like, there's a red Mustang. That was- And the way he says, it's what I would do, like Dean, sweetheart. (laughs) Of course you would. But Dean puts all the pieces together. It made me kind of sad though, because that also was like him comparing himself to like a horseman of the apocalypse. He's like, (laughs) this is what this really bad person would do. I would also do that because I'm also oh. a really bad person. And so that made me sad. <laughs> In relation to that, the whole scene with that, uh, the guy from the town where he's like, where'd you serve? And then yeah. the guy's like, yeah, you know, takes oh, one to no like, one. What about you? Hell. Hell. He's like, oh, hell. I, and he's yeah, like, no, seriously. Called hell. The guy's like, no, for real. And Dean's like, no, I don't actually, know hell. why, but something about that on this particular, like today's rewatch, that line really hit me different. Like, because Dean prior to that had always had to behave like a soldier, was treated like a soldier. But like in hell, he actually legitimately like was forced into that and had to be one to survive and that just like I don't know why that line hit me a little bit differently this this rewatch and it made me even more sad it's like that's the way yeah. that Dean sees hell he sees hell like it was a battleground yeah that he, he had to fight yeah. and survive through and I think about like oh no I'm gonna talk about the Winchesters oh let's, <laughs> oh, no. let's do it I was like rip the band-aid off we, oh no in the reason okay so in episode season one episode 11 of the Winchesters which as of recording like just aired this past week Week, as of this coming out will be through the finale so but in that episode we find out that john was a pow which is like a prisoner of war and i think that's really interesting when you think about like dean's time in hell but also john's time in hell like being a very similar kind of experience like you're a soldier but you're a soldier that's been captured and is being tortured by the enemy and for their own purposes they're trying to get something out of you i think that's a really interesting like because like hell isn't a battlefield in terms of the same way that hunting is but hell is like when you have lost, but you haven't actually lost. You're like, you're behind enemy lines and you are at their mercy. And you're a prisoner. Yeah. And I, anyway, I don't have a more coherent point than that. It just made me think of that. Yeah. Thanks. I really enjoy emotional trauma. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> yeah. I also think it's interesting how just like casually Dean says that to the soldier yeah. guy. He's just like, oh, hell. And the guy's like, no, for real. And Dean's <laughs> like, yeah, for real. Hell. <laughs> That's just something I tell people. I right. went to hell. Like, <laughs> that's, like that's just He's like, not I a cash year to I think, deal with yeah. it. I've been to hell. I'm good. Well, not to... No trauma. I think it's very funny that after that, after Dean just like, yep, hell, the guy's like, no more follow-up questions. Zero. Like, well, yeah, it's yeah. like, I, I won't say who, but I know that y'all will know and anybody who's seen the whole of the series will know. But it's like, there's a there's a historical figure that Dean kills later in the series. And he's just so mm-hmm. open in bragging about it. And it's yes. great. Like, And the person just, he tells is just like, yeah, oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, good. good for you well done yeah, like it just it's yeah. great yeah like, Dean is just like his name may as well be dean i don't give a fuck winchester and i just enjoy that for, oh, him. for sure <laughs> also i think it's interesting because like dean was definitely soldier like before hell oh because yeah of, because sure. of john and so like he doesn't even expand on the fact that he's been doing this since he was four and oh. he's just like oh yeah i just I just had a tour in hell. He doesn't even... I spent a lot of time in hell. I mean, I know it was a long time, 
like just 40 the 30 years. Year stint and there's also years. been yeah, roughly 30 years of him being a soldier. Yes. Almost 30 years of him right. being not a in hell. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. 26 right. years he's just of not being bring a soldier on earth and then 30 years. So wait, so that's 56 years that oh. he served. And oh, now horrible. I want to, I'm going now horrible. I would like to die. He needs that's a cool. break. <laughs> I'm going to get upset. We have 10 more seasons. Going to get upset? You're just not upset as is? Like, (laughs) I'm just going. going. I am. (laughs) When I say going, I mean, like, physically, it's going to (laughs) show. I'm already (laughs) upset. You're going to (laughs) know. I have just a question for myself, and this doesn't even have to stay in the podcast. How (laughs) do the horsemen have, um, like, appearances? Like, they're they're not like demons where they, like, smoke into a body. How does, I don't remember how that works. Yeah, that's true, because he mentions the, the, like, the body is in a ditch somewhere. So I'm like, okay, they take the body. I don't know if he just just changes himself. Like, they can just do that. Maybe they're kind of like. Also, shouldn't the car disappear when he disappears? Maybe maybe it's actually just a car. Maybe he just stole a car somewhere and then came into town. Because it doesn't like. It's a mythical car. If other cars go to heaven, then this car should disappear when he disappears. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Again, if you know, you know. Wink. I just couldn't remember if that was ever, like, explicit later in the show. So we have gotten an answer here, which I think is not necessarily, not spoilery in the sense that. uh, So the Supernatural Wiki says they can manifest by mimicking human form. Each of the horsemen use a special ring that channels their core ability without which they are unable to take physical form. So it seems like the ring is what enables them to take physical form. And I think that's the only... So pit stop to Mount Doom? <laughs> a favorite line in this episode. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Like, Genuinely. Dean, the nerd that you are. I love a nerd. Nerd mm-hmm. Dean for the win. I love a nerdy man. Also, just intelligent Dean. Like, he... Uh, like, he yeah, yeah. Like, like, Sam has He's to have so this, smart. like, narratively explained to him by war dean is just like figures it out all all yeah he's like poisoned Mm -hmm. water and a comet this must Mm -hmm. be the book of revelation you Mm dweeb also so interesting that he knows the book of revelation that well (laughs) he's just like yeah for sure it's revelation 8 10 like he's like well there it is and the priest is like yeah that's it that's (laughs) so true the person the priest who has spent his life doing this well, right. I feel like notable. I mean, uh, I don't believe in God person. Right. right. Listen, and this is not to discredit Dean knowing that in the moment, but this is just my theory on like why he is so quick to to have that available. I feel like given the events of the last season, he's probably brushed up on his revelation. Oh, true, absolutely. for sure. That doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean that it's not. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's like, not to that's... discredit him. It's it's actually a credit to him because he's like, oh, we're dealing with the apocalypse. Looks like I got to do the Bible material. study. I got some stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're dealing with the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, Lord. I hope I never live through an apocalypse. I will be I mean, triggered. I've done lots of Bible studies. So if I live through an apocalypse, I'll be well prepared. I don't think I will be, but good for you. Not, not in, no, not in any actually helpful sense. More in the sense that I like. I know I've, what's happening. I've went to Bible like, study. I've done that part already. Yeah, part of preparation. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm still going to be dead immediately, but it's that's. But you've read it at least. Yeah, I've read it. <laughs> so like, you get like, to go. Oh, happening and now i'm dead <laughs> yeah exactly well done hannah and i watched this episode together so we were like texting back and forth when it was playing and like i said i was like dean's so smart he's just he's just he's so, so smart. smart i just i don't feel like dean gets the credit he deserves no. for being smart no, no. I, agree. I feel like 
they that's always a frequent thing we put talk about Sam the is the smart brother. Dean is the dumb brother. And it's just simply and not Especially true. in an episode like this. Amen. On Raising Perdition, we often say that like Dean is super smart, but he just like wants Sam to feel like he's the smarter one. So he pretends to be dumb all the time. He's just like, <laughs> I don't know, Sam, why don't you explain it to me? And Sam's explain like, you idiot. And explains it. And then Dean's like, I knew that already, but yeah, it's I like hope Dean- you feel better about yourself. Dean likes, I think also Dean uses this as a strategic thing of like, if mm-hmm. people perceive me as not smart, mm-hmm. I will be able to get the one up on them. Yeah. It's a very True. like, if they know your next move, they can control your next move. So play mm-hmm. dumb yeah. so that they don't know they're up against somebody very smart. Yeah. Yes. They will never yes. think that Absolutely. you are going to actually have figured out what's going on. They'll mm-hmm. just think you're yeah. like, big man, smash things. Right. And also, okay, not not to uh to bring back a frequently discussed theory upon this show, but generally speaking, that is a an experience shared by a great number of cis women that they know things and just generally tend to let the guys around them think that the guys are explaining it to them. And so like we have often talked on this show about the idea of a trans dean and so that would fit squarely into that. Where he's just like it sure would. Sam, it I would. can oh, pretend Sam, please, that I'm stupid. Please yeah. explain yeah. it to me oh i'm just i just don't right. know even though um, i'm much smarter than i let on so right yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah i think I like that, that fits i love yeah. any excuse to bring up trans dean theories any also excuse. i may or may not have been recently rereading no win scenario which is august fanfic and you should go reread it it's fine thank you yeah, yeah. it's good plug, just casually it in good. here like literally was reading it yesterday for no apparent reason Aww. i just was oh, i, I, I thought happy. about it and i was like i'm gonna go reread this that's really really precious <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know why Thanks, it Elena. hit my brain. Thanks, anyway, Elena. but shameless plug, trans Dean five ever. It's a great theory. Mm-hmm. Yes. It really is. Uh, okay, can we talk about the thing where the conversation that Sam and War have? Because I think yes. it's really important to talking about Sam very. in this episode. Because War calls Sam his poster boy, which is very Boy King Sam. Yeah, it yeah it's very... Vibes, we haven't had that in a while, and I was so happy to have it back. Yeah, very season two Sam vibes. Yeah. And identifying that Sam's got this, like, lust for power, which I think is pretty accurate. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, based on trauma, Agreed. it's like this lust for control and, like, security. Mm-hmm. But that that yeah. sound like goes down that path. Right. And it's like a it stems from him thinking that he knows what's best either for himself or like for other people. Like when he's making those big decisions, the reason why he did all the things he did in season four, like he was like, I know the right way to do this. This is the right way. And then just like having to have the horseman war, like look you in the eyes and be like, yeah, you want more of that. And he's like, oh, <laughs> like, I don't know if that's Awkward. I don't want to hear that. I don't <laughs> And for, like, the horseman to be, like, good intentions, quick slide to hell, buddy boy. Right. Sam's intentions are good. Sam's heart is good. Sam wants to do the right thing. He wants to be mm-hmm. good. But Sam is also willing to make questionable decisions when he thinks he's right. Because he thinks that because his intentions are good, meaning all of his decisions will, like, work out in the end. And he's been, that's been very proven to not be true. But it's still, like, I think one of the core struggles of Sam's character is that struggle between like i have good intentions but that doesn't always mean that i'm right right very good point something uh when beth and i did watch this episode together in person and then watched it again not in person this was like a couple weeks ago when we went to the noah Khan concert (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) and something beth brought up was in the like gas station when sam is stabbing the demons there's no flash with the demon blade like there normally is and sam just doesn't notice he just doesn't oh yeah care 
is that for the audience? Are we so right. we know can the boys see when demons flash? Or is it just Sam die? being kind of right, oblivious? like not paying attention? Because it's I demons like, and he's just seeing the blood, and that's what's throwing him. Yes, to me, it's that one. Like he has so much anger right now. He just wants to like kill what he thinks are demons, but also like he's got the demon blood situation going on. And so he's like not even thinking about it. Like I feel yeah. like the flash actually happens for them. Like I, I don't think, think so. it's just for audience. Right. So that's really interesting well, that that would like Sam should Sam should clock that like these demons yeah. don't die like demons normally die. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. I wonder that also brings up a, a question that I have, which is if because they're not demons, like Sam just is now having their reaction to like it's having he's having a placebo effect reaction. Yes. Yes. Normal human blood. Yes. Because yes. that is not demon blood. Yes. Oh, yes. I don't think he can actually tell any different. That made me yeah. way more sad than I yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, when you think about the fact that there's no flash to distract you, it makes these deaths so much more violent. Like, I yes, really, it's it was hard horrifying. To watch the one like th- that's a horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, something. That, I had to look away. In, in realizing this, that also makes it so much more heartbreaking, and I think points out how sensitive Sam is because he does have a moment where he's like feels extra guilt for Mm -hmm. killing them and like he points that out like he's killed plenty of demons in his time and not felt bad about it but Mm -hmm. he seems to feel a weird sense of extra guilt about this and he's like you know and he blames it on like oh well they were teenagers and you know i used to save people but i feel i wonder if that's like on some weird subconscious level him clocking that this felt they weren't wrong than normal yeah yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's so gut-wrenching he feels yeah. he feels more wrong and more responsible like regardless yeah. of whether or not they're demons he feels more oh. he feels worse about this because of everything that's happened he's because he got all this to atone for like yeah. i hate it but i'm so glad you brought it up at the same time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so next we're going to move into our going meta section where we are tracking lore representation behind the scenes trivia and more since noah's not here i have to go rip chick <laughs> I love it when he does that. Every time he does it, I have a little giggle in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) That one's for you, Noah. Yep. Representation isn't the worst in this one, but it's also not good. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of not. Mm. I wish we got more of Rufus in this episode. (sighs) Always. Because I was really excited being like, this is the episode where we get Rufus again. And then he doesn't really get, he, as soon as they like start to figure out what's going on, he kind of gets brushed aside. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's unfortunate. I wouldn't mind a Rufus and Joe spinoff. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> we can do some damage for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. that should be Chaos Machine's next project. <laughs> <laughs> Rufus and Joe spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would support it greatly. I do love the relationship dynamic though going on between Ellen and Joe thinking that the other is a demon and like how they interact with one another when like they think that the other one is <laughs> but they still have like that that deep abiding love for each other and like when Rufus is like oh you know demons find it harder to move and they don't have legs and she's like that's my mom you're talking about like <laughs> yeah, please don't blow on, up my mom <laughs> yeah so get this I was looking into the lore and we've kind of already discussed most of the lore horsemen this is a but big the deal. horsemen are the big are the big deal yeah well, like yeah because we, symbols of the apocalypse yeah like we're really like we're like we're in the apocalypse now like squarely <laughs> like we've got war just casually showing up I and will, they don't kill him they just sort of like hit his finger you know yeah banish him <laughs> they just like is sealed or that bitch basically they like, <laughs> yeah 
they just take away the source of his power. Yeah. So yeah. I guess now he's just doing Some something. He's just lowercase yeah. w. <laughs> yeah, just a lowercase w war. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just argument now. <laughs> conflict, low stakes yeah. conflict. Yeah, low stakes conflict. Now he's disagreement. Now he just goes around to offices and like stirs the pot and gets yeah. people like, mm-hmm. having workplace yeah, drama. That's yeah, he starts uh, water cooler disagreements now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I had a connection. I was <laughs> gonna make it. I got distracted by my own stupid boy. <laughs> what I did like, and this is just a fun kind of like it's one part lore, one part like pop culture reference. But I love how like supernatural, and, and I mean I, I don't think it's the first story. I'm sure it's not the first story to ever approach this type of story where it's like you know oh this like war is you know causing conflict between humans and you know manipulating them but like i love that this episode came out and then like years later the plot of wonder woman is basically the exact same thing like it just like supernatural is just such a blueprint for pop culture and i love that <laughs> like supernatural was sitting here like doing the same thing that a lot of stuff does right now and like there's it's so funny to me like how much media i watch and i'll be like oh there's a supernatural episode that did that like five years ago supernatural <laughs> likes to try lots of shit and some yeah. of it works mm-hmm. this is one of the times i think would argue that i think it really works yeah i think they I did the, they did the damn thing this time yeah i think it was really cool how they handled the like using typical demon tactic and realizing that they weren't working like realizing that the exorcism's not working the salt's not working like that was just kind of a really interesting way for them to realize that something else is going on here mm-hmm. but uh it seemed yeah. like it took them a while but they did realize right. it <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess if someone has black eyes, you're just like, I I don't know what's going I on. I mean, but... sure. <laughs> totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> Up to this point, Vess has been a pretty good marker of like demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Sam. Other than the one time with Sam and Demon Blood. <laughs> that's the only black eyes where we've seen that's not been demon. I do yeah. have one other lore piece um that I, I noticed this watch through that I thought was interesting. I don't think it helps that Sam ends up being the one that gets intercepted by Rufus and particularly Joe. Because if we remember, Joe has interacted with Sam possessed by a demon before. Oh, that's so true. So she yeah, has true. every reason to like be afraid of Sam with black eyes because she's seen that shit. And she's, <laughs> she's been attacked by that shit. She does have so a trauma response. And part of yeah. me wonders if War was preying on that specifically. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But that was something that had never really occurred to me until yeah. this watch through. And I was like, oh, oh, God, yeah. not a callback to Born Under a Bad Sign. But and I think that mm-hmm. that is actually kind of what helps her to realize like something's wrong because she knows how Sam acts when he's a demon and he's not acting like that right now. There's too much Sam, actual Sam in his actions. Yeah. Uh-huh. She also knows how Sam is as Sam. Yeah. It's a good, uh, it's a good connection. I think we had a fun behind the scenes thing though today that we yeah. haven't had one of those in a minute. And so I'm kind of excited that we yeah. did today. I mean, obviously the bridge that's used in the finale is in this episode. Um, but also this episode is largely filmed in my hometown, which is kind Woo. of fun. Like the, the episodes, these episodes are filmed like Supernatural is filmed like all over the lower mainland, which is like the region that I grew up in. Um, but this specific town, I was watching this episode and I was like, this is like extra familiar, like extra yeah. familiar, like the little church. I was like that is a really specific like small like style of church and (laughs) yeah it's because it's like in the downtown of the town that I grew up in and spent like the first 18 years of my life in (laughs) 
That's kind of bananas. Yeah. And the yeah, lookout, also the lookout where they have that final conversation is off of, is also like an area that I know, like a pull off that I have sat at and like been or been at. And it was a fun, wow. it's just wow. it's fun. Oh, it, no. This episode feels very like the location, like when they're like pointing and like doing shots of things. I was like, yeah, this is very BC. Um, This is all my home places. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought it was kind of fun. It is fun. Thank you for sharing that. Fun little behind the scenes thing. Well, with that being said, it is time for our final and favorite bit of the episode. It's time for blessings. So who who wants to go first with our, our blessings for this week? I would, we only see him for a little bit, but I'd like to bless mm-hmm. Bobby. He's going through it right yeah. now. And he's you. not happy about it. And we love Bobby. We love so, Bobby. I love his yeah. line when he's like, if you find God, tell him send legs. <laughs> Bring <laughs> some legs. That's already gone. Like, alone away. Away. Sweet. Screaming it. Sweet Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd love to be the person in the hospital room next to Bobby. Mm-hmm. I feel like that must oh, yeah. be an experience. Just just anyone ever on the outskirts of any Winchester shenanigans. <laughs> just what is happening? Anyone hearing their conversations and being like, I anything that every because everything they talk about is either straight up illegal like you should call the cops immediately if you hear this or it's just like real questionable so you're like this is not technically illegal but i do feel like i should tell someone but should it be discussed in public right right question like Cass being like i need your necklace to find god can you imagine hearing that in the hospital next the like room next to you be like the nurse comes up to the door to like do a check-in and, and just is like, hears, no, he's not on any flat. Back, and just like, backs up. <laughs> like, I'm going to give it a minute. Right. Um, I'll I don't come think back. it's my time. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be okay. I'll come back. The nurse just goes, I <laughs> am not paid enough for this. <laughs> so true. No, so they are true. not. Oh, that's great. What about you, Beth? Well, I have to take my chance mm-hmm. to, to do it. So I'm going to bless of Cass. Of course Woo! you are. The love of my life. I'm going to bless him. And, you know, he's. Do you, do you love him or something? Is that like I do. a thing? I love him very, very much. Um, He's in the episode, so I'm going to bless him. He's dealing with the fall and, you know, not being connected with heaven, but not really having a place to go. Because, like, sure, he's with Dean and Sam and all that, but he's not really with them. So he's alone. And he's got his own set of daddy issues, and he's going to go try to find God. And so I just feel like I feel like he needs to be blessed as well, even though this episode's not about him. He's like, what are these new feelings I'm feeling? Exactly. He's like, I don't know how to handle Mm -hmm. this man. I swear to God, this man. Cass is like, what is this feeling so sudden and new? Yes. I felt the moment I raised you from hell. Mouth. Yeah. (laughs) I just I fell from heaven, and I just I thought my feelings would change. I don't know. He's back from the dead. You know, like he's, yeah. he's, go, he's going through a lot and I'm going to bless him because yes. I can. Bless him. <laughs> good. Good. Amen to that. <laughs> August, what about you? I'm going to bless Dean. Yay. Because I, I think we see like the emotional range of a teaspoon in this episode. Like he's, he's really struggling, but like not in the way he often struggles, which is to like be big and loud and like violent about it. He's struggling in a really quiet, like subdued way, which is more concerning because he's just very resigned to like the apocalypse to say I'm leaving to like feeling adrift and that sucks he's just having a really hard time with the fact that it feels very he feels very hopeless very much like he does not know what to do to stop any of this and yeah well bless him for like the going through of that and trying to figure out 
what to do about it. Good blessing. I'm going to bless Sam this week because sweet little nougat. He's, oh, he's been through so much lately and is dealing with Mm -hmm. so many people doubting him. And it's like, well, sure that they have lots of reasons to doubt him. I think he, he feels so let down with himself. And I think that having to walk away from Dean at the end of this episode really breaks his heart. And particularly, we kind of already touched on it, but when he's like, I was expecting a fight, I I think the better way to have worded that would be, I was hoping for a fight. Like, I think he really wanted Dean to be like, no, of course not. You have to stay with me. You're my brother. And Mm -hmm. I think being met with Dean saying, I think that you're right, that's for the best is the thing that really crushes him. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me want to give him a weighted blanket and some tea. So yeah, I'm going to bless Sam for what he goes through this episode because walking away from the person that matters to him more than literal any other person on planet Earth cannot be easy. He he deserves that thing today. That, I believe, is all we have for today. I would like to thank our beloveds, Hannah and Beth, for joining Mm -hmm. us again. Yes, thank you. It is always so fun to chat with y'all. Thanks for having us. We had a great time. Yeah, it's so fun. And please plug your podcast and your stuff because you have some pretty awesome shows and things that you do. And we want to know, we want our listeners to know where to find you on the great wide internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, So we do our own Supernatural Rewatch podcast called Raising Perdition. We have just gotten into season three. And then we also do a Winchester's Watch podcast called Raising Winchesters. Um, And if you type those in, two platforms you'll be able to find them probably so we'll have we'll have the links in the episode yeah. description <laughs> links well. in the description as always um and if you want to find me specifically i'm beth loves cast everywhere so do you <laughs> i do <laughs> i'm same same things as beth except i my personal me on social media is hannah loves dean l-u-e-s yep Mm-mm, i don't i fascinating. don't fascinating um not anymore it's about you <laughs> no i do love dean um also we do have a discord i don't think that's oh, that. um didn't. so I actually don't think would, i knew that that's awesome oh well we Pretty do new, so i would exciting. love for more people to join it's a week and a half old and it's right now obviously won't be the same when this comes out <laughs> we're having a lot of fun though so elena you should definitely uh join if you want to but also yeah hashtag dm me bro that sounds awesome <laughs> but thank you for for joining us this is i'm so glad that we got to thank chat you. with y'all um make sure as always that you are subscribed to saving people querying things wherever you listen to your podcast and make sure to share our show with your friends and as always you can find links to all of our show social media and our own discord server through our website queeringthingspodcast.com and if you are all caught up on supernatural and want to go back to before the beginning where we get even more feral than before you can listen to august and myself and our friends beth and KJ over on Wayward Parents. Uh, we have updates for that on at Wayward Parents on Twitter and on Tumblr at Wayward Parents Pod. And that show is getting real, real clown car, you my friends. So come hang oh, out. Yeah. The entire season is out now, so you can listen to every episode of that show uh-huh. as of now. Ah! <laughs> I can't say anything else because we don't know anything else. Come along for the ride. <laughs> Be sure to ride along with us next week as we explore Season 5, Episode 3, Free to Be You and Me, with a very special new guest, Pluto, or Queerbait Scholar, as you may know them on the internet. We're very excited to chat with them next week. Thank you all for coming along for the ride. And we wish you a peaceful road until we meet again. 